You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello, kids. It's Tuesday. I just got word from Brian, my glorious producer at WCBM, our anchor station in Baltimore, that Byron Donalds has dropped out of the running for House Speaker. Uh, apparently didn't want anything to do with that nonsense. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Bruce Lavelle is a good friend of mine. He's an affiliate associate of Donald Trump, worked with Donald Trump, advised Donald Trump, among other things. And I talked to him the other day, and he said, well, uh, he didn't want Byron Donalds. And he uh, uh, told Byron Donalds, don't become the House Speaker, because that's what people do at the end of their careers, not at the beginning. So uh, I don't know what uh, by, by, why uh, Byron Donalds dropped out. Uh, maybe because uh, he would now uh, want to become the, I don't know, the vice president and also be the speaker. Did I let that slip out? I don't know. No, it's just wishful thinking. That's wishful thinking, but that's what I've heard. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've looked at some of the other names in the uh, running. I don't know many of them. Uh, I know one of them. His name is Mike Johnson. I pretty like, I like him a lot, but uh, some of the others are obviously rhinos. And, you know, who the heck knows? Honestly, who the heck knows? I was hoping for Byron Donalds, but uh, as always, uh, the GOP never, ever fails to disappoint. That's, that's what they do. We send them to Washington, D.C., and they dither, and they bend over, and they, and they jump into an MMA fighting ring with uh, water balloons. And, uh, and that's what happens every single time. So we will see what happens. You know, the world is on fire. And if you notice this, the world is on fire. Uh, Israel has just had its 9-11. 10-7 is 9-11. That's mine. I came up with that. 10-7 is 9-11. And, uh, and the Holocaust happened 80 years ago, yet a second Holocaust happened two weeks ago. Uh, 80 years, they've said, never forget the first Holocaust, two weeks. It was knocked off the front pages by a bunch of uh, uh, not organic astroturf protests around the world. And, by the way, those started the night of the alleged bombing of a Gaza hospital by Israel. That was a lie, by the way. That was all a lie. It was parroted by MSNBC, CNN, CBS, NBC, ABC, all of the letter networks. They took, they literally, in news, they have a thing called rip and read, all right? So it's linear, you know, maybe when you're first in broadcasting and you got to get to the newscaster, you just rip and read, meaning you get whatever the Associated Press or the what used to be UPI used to send you and you just rip it off. You would uh, lay it down and you would read it. It was rip and read. You just do whatever AP decides to send you. Well, the same thing is happening right now with our mainstream media and Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. They literally took uh, press releases from Hamas, took Hamas's word for it, even though Hamas is known for using people as human shields, uh, stopping the eva evacuation of civilians. And let's not forget, of course, the murder of thousands and thousands of innocent people over the decades. And yet our mainstream media, I got to tell you, of all the things they've done in the last, I don't know, 30 years or so, this is the most egregious. This is the most sickening. This is like ripping reading from Adolf Hitler uh, when he was the, the chancellor of Germany. Just ripping reading and saying, you know, hey, these death camps they're talking about really aren't. These actually are, are you know, giving people the chance to work. Yeah, it, it really is. And that's what the American media did to Hamas. Don't believe me? Well, I'll give you some examples of inhumanity later in the show that really, honestly, uh, Joseph Mengele is looking up from hell going, damn, I wish I would have thought of that stuff. Because, wow, Hamas really, really did it. It's pretty amazing. 
But the world is on fire. And, of course, our president, Joe Biden, uh, did what every uh, dedicated leader, uh, 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 willing to lead the world, willing to lead the world, show the world a beacon of freedom, save the innocent, protect the innocent. And you know what he did to those ends? Oh, he went went to Rehoboth this weekend. Yeah, here he is on the beach this weekend being asked by reporters as Israel has its second Holocaust, Israel's 9-11. Joe Biden goes to the beach. All right. So as far as this uh, 105 billion dollars that Joe Biden wants, uh, I'd like to say to Joe Biden, you can take that money and you can stick it because uh, honestly, uh, you don't take the world seriously, and the world certainly doesn't take you seriously. And I'm going to tell you also, if you notice all of the things that are happening in the world that portend possibly World War III, none of those were around when there was a guy in the White House who would just uh, you know periodically kick evil's ass. You know, uh, no bones about it, no ifs, ands, or buts, no stammering, no going over to the Middle East and having uh, everybody blow him off. Uh, Instead, Donald Trump was invited to Saudi Arabia, treated like a visiting king, for crying out loud. Melania showed up, didn't have to wear a headscarf. She said, screw your headscarves. We're from America, for crying out loud. We're the beacon of freedom. We're going to save your ass. All of that stuff, and we've done it time and time again. But, you know, we've got Joe Biden in office, and Joe Biden is uh, telegraphing weakness to the world. Here's Joe Biden's war plan for going after people who would attack Israel. My message to any state or any other hostile actor, thinking about attacking Israel remains the same as it was a week ago. Don't. 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 Wow, I mean, that was like, uh, those are words that will go down in uh, in infamy. They will go down in in infamy as, uh, well, right right after Neville Chamberlain saying, yeah, Hitler's cool, he's peaceful. It's right there. Could be maybe maybe might have gone to first place. I don't even know. It's kind of strange. There was a a Palestinian group that advertised the New York City rally they just had to defend heroic resistance day of Hamas. Uh, We have Nazis in our midst right now. If any of these uh, pro-PLO, pro-Hamas individuals at these uh, university or uh, municipal protests nationwide are here who aren't uh, legal citizens of the United States, even if they have green cards, whatever, they have to be removed. They would have to be removed as quickly as Hitler's Nazis would have been removed in the United States right at the beginning of World War II, or actually, you know, uh, a year or so in. Remove every damned one of them. Go wallow in the filth and misery that Hamas and Hezbollah uh, have done to the Middle East. We'll wallow in it, love it, rub in it. I mean, just hug it, name it, George. Do whatever you can. But uh, honestly, GTFO, we're kind of done with your nonsense. We were done with your nonsense after 9-11. And there's another thing. You know, the people of uh, uh, the, uh, the Palestinian region in Gaza and the West Bank danced and celebrated when 9-11 happened and threw candy to children. Uh, those same children murdered and slaughtered and raped Jews on October the 7th. And, uh, and the Palestinians and, and Hamas have had 22 years to get their bleep together. And you know what they did? They elected Hamas. They invested in Hamas. Every one of their schools teaches to hate Israel and wipe them off the map. So I got no pity for any of them, to be quite honest. You know, we keep talking about this, this big battle that is coming between uh, radical Islam and the rest of humanity. Well, I hate to tell you this. They've been shooting us and killing us for decades. 
And this time they've really taken the gloves off. This time they've made it very clear. They want Israel gone, and that is the end they right now are going toward. Right now, Israel, there are uh, the world's bad actors this time are using this moment, this false trigger, to destroy Israel. So what should Israel do? Let's ask you real quick. Should they uh, offer a ceasefire? No, because you know what? Only people who are getting their butts kicked want a ceasefire. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, with regard to Israel and and Hamas, uh, I would suggest we just close the bedroom door and we walk away and let Israel do what they got to do. All right, let me me, uh, explain something. This is kind of interesting. I was thinking last night about uh, uh, how I could relate um, the temper tantrums of the left in our country to uh, everyday people. And I was thinking about, uh, uh, I've got somebody very dear to me who uh, had a a sister who was a complete, I mean, out of control, insane person in high school. And she'd throw temper tantrums and she'd threaten to kill, you know, and she'd chase, you know, her older sister with a knife and all that crap and throwing these temper tantrums and all that. And one day, Dad just said, uh, as the, the sister went into the room and shut the door, Dad just walked to the bedroom door of the sister who had been doing this for so long, closed the door, and uh, there was a commotion. I'll just say there was a commotion, there was some yelling, there was some talking to. And then when Dad came out, the sister who had caused all this trouble and all the threats, threatened to burn down the house and all this, just sat there and went, (laughs) and she never did it again. That's, uh, That's kind of what we have to do to radical Islam right now. Because uh, twenty no forty four years ago they took a bunch of American hostages and they kept them hostage for a long time and Jimmy Carter was such a buffoon he failed he he, he failed not the soldiers tried to save those people he failed and uh, it took Ronald Reagan to get our hostages freed. Then uh, 22 years after that, 9-11. Then 22 years after that, Israel and 1,500 people slaughtered, raped, burned to death, heads chopped off, uh, eyes gouged out while living. I can go on, and I'm going to ask some audio later in the show. I'll give you a heads up. But, uh, you know, 22 years after that. So are we going to kick this can down the road another 22 years? Or are we just going to uh, try to unite the world and say, you know what, where Islam could exist, radical Islam has to go. It has to go. It has been a thorn in the side of uh, the world for a very long time. And we're tired of the temper tantrum, and it's time for a spanking. Close the door, walk away, let Israel get it done. Get her done. Get her done is what I'm saying they ought to do. Get her done. And yet... To show you how we have enemies within, to show me that we have, to show you that we have people in our administration, this administration, who are so uh, weak and so radical that they can't say that pro-Hamas rallies are wrong because of all the murder and all that stuff that just happened. Rather, turn the tables and talk about all of the instances of anti Islam violence, this is what you get from the administration. This is Corinne Jean-Pierre turning a deaf ear to all of the death and suffering that started this when Hamas attacked Israel and changing the subject. Level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on. Yeah, anti-Semitism has been rising for quite a 
in America's big Democrat-run cities. So a couple of things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. Uh, and so I uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. Uh, how, how do you have so many credible threats of mega supporters trying to commit violence that they never do? Why is the FBI going after them? Look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks. No. No, they haven't. It, it's not even close. It, it never happened after 9-11. George Bush said that he immediately thought the worst of the American cities, citizens that thought that Americans would attack Muslims because they're brown people and they flew some planes into the building. We never did. That's a lie. But anti-Semitism has marched steadily through the Democrat Party and our country for decades. And certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed. No, not at all. But there are a whole hell of a lot of Jewish people who are absolutely terrified that uh, Hamas and its affiliates are having rallies in our country shouting words like intifada. Their communities, and that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address. And it was a lie. Uh, just last, last Thursday. And so uh, one of the things that the president has done is directed his team, uh, uh, Homeland Security team, to... The question was about anti-Semitism. ...prioritize prevention uh, and disruption of any emerging threats that could harm the Jewish, the Muslim, and Arab Americans. The Jewish, the Muslim. Or, ...or any other... Oh, and African Americans, there you go. See, there you go. That's the connection, I told you. I told you, black inner city people are to the Democrat Party what Palestinian civilians are to Hamas. She just made the connection, too. thing that the president has sought to do and, and since day one, as you know, the president. All right. So we got a lot of stuff on the, uh, the show today. We've got uh, some serious stuff, some not so serious stuff. The only thing we're missing is your phone calls. How was that for a setup? Yeah, a little ham-handed. 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and... Yeah, a, a Palestinian group advertised a New York rally to defend the heroic uh, uh, day of Hamas attack. Palestinian activist group advertised in New York City rally for Gaza to defend the heroic Palestinian resistance and honor the martyrs the same day Hamas invaded Israel and killed hundreds of innocent civilians. I told you they had it locked and loaded, didn't I? I told you this was all planned. What, what the deal is, in case you wanted to know, is there are some bad actors in the world who want to make the fall of 2023 into the summer of 2020 for some reason. And then you can only imagine how bad things are going to get next year. Right? Right? So within our lifetime organized an emergency rally for the Gaza Strip October 9th, just two days after the terrorist group deadly rampage in Israel. On the day of the attack, they, talked, uh, they called for protesters to take to the streets. Yeah, all out Monday as we take to the streets to defend the heroic Palestinian resistance, rewriting history before our eyes, uplift our people in Gaza and honor the martyrs of Palestine. What about uh, the today was heroic, one person replied. Is kidnapping children heroic? Within our lifetime, advertise the rally in Gaza on X and Instagram the day that Hamas invaded Israel and slaughtered 1,400 people. So it's clear this was a plan, right? Clear this was a plan. Nerdine Quizwani, she is a uh, chair and co-founder of Within Our Lifetime, repeatedly argued that Palestinians have the right to defend and liberate, liberate Palestine by any means necessary. Oh, by the way, she spoke at graduation at NYU last year. Remember that? 
I think it was last spring, actually, she actually was invited to speak. And everybody went, huh. Well, now everybody's not going, huh. They're going, anti-Semitism is here. Uh, Islam, radical Islam is uh, in the country right now. And uh, and America and its allies failed after 9-11. That's what I got to say about it. Yeah, because uh, uh, radical Islam is back and better than ever and more vocal and open in the United States than it was before 9-11. Here's Seb Gorka last night on Rob Schmidt's show on Newsmax. We are living in the most perverse of times, Rob. Just think about this. This nation is now being run by people who hate this nation. Yeah. And not just this nation, but Western civilization. Oh, yes. They hate themselves. They have white guilt, whatever it is. Self-loathing. And they project that. Think about what we did. We were the most philo-Semitic administration since 1948. We stood shoulder to shoulder with our friends, whether it's... Yeah, we made, uh, we recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and that's what really, really pissed off the left and left and radical Islam. And in Asia, whether it's the Brits in the UK, whether it's Israel in the Middle East. Now, who do they side with? Who does the Biden administration side with? Yeah. Our enemies. Oh, yeah. Whether it's Iran, whether it's China, look at the deals that Hunter got or whether it's the people who are killing babies and grandmothers. They hate themselves, and so they project onto others. And who who do they actually support? The people who hate America. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to hear something fun? It's very rarely that uh, liberal elites get called out because they never have to talk to you and me. They never answer questions when they're being questioned by reporters when they walk with them. They never have to answer. But Hillary Clinton got uh, called out, a little a little uh, uh, event that she was at, and this guy would not sit down. This is a clearly yes. warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of... Talking about Joe Biden's speech last week where he asked for $105 billion and then went on vacation. This is a Joe Biden is calling for a hundred billion dollars of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine, and we're supposed to just bundle these together and Listen pretend to like we're going to rush to World War Three. This guy will probably end up being found dead of a suicide. And we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. Rodham. Okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know. Yes. This is not. What, what, this is not no, the way no, to have no, a conversation. I'm sorry. You want to have a conversation? You're no, welcome to come you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay, you, right. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I, no, because she never does. Please, I, will, I, I don't. I do you, not believe you. I'm gonna listen to you, and I, do, I will respond. I do to you. not believe you. But Respectfully, right. I do not believe you. Well, and the fact just, of the matter is that the just, American God, I love this. people's voice are what need to be heard. Yeah, because, they are being because heard. Because our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are that's you. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes. Yeah, uh, Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Global Initiative is waiting for their piece of the sixty billion dollars in new aid to Ukraine. That's my opinion. But well, that's it down we've heard your opinion nope. thank you very much nobody's applauding i'm not going to nobody's applauding to that i'm not going to stop i'm not going to stop working i'm going to wait human rights i'm going to exercise my free speech but until you know the great thing about that is when hillary clinton said uh, you sit down and all that nobody applauded Nobody wanted that guy shut down because he's speaking to the truth to this awful, wretched, evil woman who has been a part of the popular conscious for, what, about 40 years. So I think it's kind of great. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Stick around. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. 
The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Intifada, Intifada. Long live Intifada. Long live Intifada. That's what they're saying. Oh, my God. Those those uh, crazy radicals over there in Gaza. That's New York City. That was New York City. Corinne Jean-Pierre just uh, literally uh, was asked about anti-Semitism rising in the country. She switched the narrative to say that anti-Islamic sentiment is rising in America and has been rising for decades. None of that is true. It's all a gigantic, passive-aggressive lie. And she said that uh, Islamic families and people who practice uh, Islam in this country are fearing for... No, they're not. You know who's fearing for it? All the people who live in the uh, flats above this march talking about a holy war against Israel. All of the Jewish kids in schools around the country at universities where they're wearing a PLO and, uh, and Hamas colors and saying death to Israel. Yeah, that's, that's, those are the people who are afraid. Those are the people who are afraid. And guess what? The same thing happened to them in World War II. And they hid, and they hid behind bookcases, and they hid in outhouses, and they hid wherever they could. We saw that scene in uh, Schindler's List, and they did. And the the evil came for them and executed them in the most profoundly evil way. And the same thing happened two weeks ago, and the left in this country is trying to make it disappear. Here is is an American protest in New York City just a week ago. They're screaming at a woman wearing the Israeli flag. Yeah, Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm thinking it's time to start cracking some heads. I'm serious. I I mean, honestly, if if you're going to attack people, if you're going to threaten violence and all of that, maybe we need to come out in numbers ten times that and uh, get them to go home. I'll just put it that way. Because honestly, there's no place in this country for that kind of terror uh, and that sort of Nazism to exist in our country in 2023. Not acceptable. Let's go to Kathy in Stevensville. Hello there, Kathy. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on? Hey there. I just had a question and a couple of suggestions um, for Israel. One, did Israel educate me? Did Israel develop the Gaza? Did Israel, I believe... in terms of buildings and all that sort of thing, housing. Did they develop it? You know, I am not for sure on exactly who did the infrastructure and whatnot as far as Gaza is concerned. Uh, So that is uh, a little bit beyond me. I think that's more uh, probably uh, suitable for someone who lives there. But uh, what is the rest of your question? 
Well, I was just, my idea about it is if the Palestinian people in such large quantities, and certainly Hamas, despise the Israelis as much as they do, you would think that they would have more pride than to live in the structures that I was thinking the Israelis actually create. They are in charge of the infrastructure. I know that uh, Israel is in charge essentially of uh, all of the infrastructure, power, water, and whatnot. So yeah, it is well, kind of stupid, to, stupid to blow up the people who uh, who provide all of the things that you need to survive. Yes, I agree. And if you have such pride and you hate them and despise them, and that's your sole reason for being on Earth, is to destroy another group of people, you would think you wouldn't be able to have that happen, and you would relocate or do whatever. I mean, it's just kind of disgusting. Um, yeah, you would you would think like, you would think that you know, but uh, that that's not the way of uh, Hamas and radical Islam. That's not the way they operate. They they they, they are run tried. they are run no. by they are run by uh, uh, the uh, the double standard. It's just like the Democrat Party, you know. It's just like the Democrat Party. <laughs> it's remarkable. So, what well, what else did you have to say? I, I apologize. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking, and I know they told them to relocate to the, um, I think it was the northern end of Gaza, yes. and then yeah. they were going to attack the southern end. Yes, and yes, if yes. they could make that, re, you know, make a beachfront property, recycle all the materials, have them move back to the south end, do the same thing to the north, then I think the $6 billion that uh, this administration freed up for them could be used to rebuild it in their own eyes, it would, yeah, it would yeah. shore up the well, money and where that money is spent, and it would certainly take their time away from Well, well Kathy, 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 let me, let me make a comparison here, Kathy. Um, okay, so all of the money that goes to uh, help the people, uh, the Palestinian people in Hamas, or, or in, uh, in Gaza, go, ends up in uh, Hamas's hands. It ends up being used in Hamas's hands. It's kind of weird because, uh, but because the people in charge of Gaza are keeping it uh, a crap hole rather than making it into a paradise on earth. It's kind of like what they do in Chicago. The, the same damn, the same damn thing. No, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, wallowing, wallowing your filth, wallowing in filth, wallowing crime. Blame uh, the cops for it. Blame the white people, aka the Jews, for it. Uh, wallow in filth. We're never going to make your situation any better, but we still expect you to be beholden to us. You understand the comparison now, Kathy? Uh, a completely wonderful analogy. Thank you. And <laughs> That's then, exactly uh, what it is. My suggestion would be, can they dig a trench about six to ten stories deep around Israel? And then when the uh, Hamas wants to build tunnels, they have to begin at ten stories deep. <laughs> do you get it? What, I yes. think they have the capability to do that. Get yes, a trench yes. about ten stories deep. It, it, it would certainly slow things down, and it, and you'd see them doing it. Yeah, and you know what? If you fill it with water, they call that a moat, Kathy. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, they call that a <laughs> moat, Kathy. To... Right, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kathy. I do appreciate it. I think we need some levity. Time to pave Gaza. Send a moss to paradise. Put up a parking lot. Pew, pew, pew. Boom. Carpet bomb them. Let's give it all we got. Go, Israel. Yay. Hamas, they need to go, and we'll all be better off when they're gone. Send them to paradise, put up a parking lot. They got 50 virgins right over here. Dumb Joe Biden, he wants a hundred mil. And the virgins aren't happy about the arrangement. For the same thugs that behead and kill. Oh, sleepy Joe. 
Oh, must you're helping out with this cash. Time to resign. A true leader you are not. Send them to paradise. Put up a parking lot. Bomb Hamas and put up a parking lot. So, uh, investigation has revealed that Hamas terrorists were offered $10,000 in an apartment for those who brought hostages back to Gaza. This is why I don't have any pity on them, you see. This is why I don't want a ceasefire. This is why I want Israel to close the bedroom door and just get it over with. I'm not talking about anything sexual. I'm talking about a beating. Okay, I'm talking about a little, a little smack around, a little what fur. That's what I'm talking about. Israel's Shin Bet Security Service and Police Force have jointly interrogated six Hamas terrorists from Gaza who participated in the destruction of mass murder. Hopefully this will be their last uh, interview before they're killed. Footage of the interrogation of six in detainees from Gaza was released on Monday. A number of common themes uh, was the incentive structure placed for terrorists. According to Hamas terrorists, whoever brings a hostage back to Gaza gets $10,000 and an apartment. That's kind of interesting. The terrorists were given explicit instructions to target the most vulnerable members of society, the elderly women and children. This is a clear violation of international law and human rights. Boom, boom, bang, bang, pew, pew, pew. The level of brutality described by the terrorists is almost unimaginable. They were ordered to clean the houses and abduct as many civilians as possible. This brutality extended to even shooting innocent pets. The terrorists admitted taking selfies with a 15-year-old girl they had kidnapped. Furthermore, they reshot the victims even after they were dead. Her body was lying on the floor. I shot her. The commander yelled at me, why am I wasting uh, bullets on a corpse? Yeah, do you see why I'm, uh, you know, never forgetting uh, October the 7th? you understand why I'm doing that? Because they're trying to distract us. They're trying to give us a bunch of crap. And they're trying to make us forget that. And we're not going to. I'm not going to forget it. I'm not going to forget it. It's unbelievable. Oh, and then there's, uh, there's this. Joe Biden, while he went off to uh, vacation, he went to Delaware. <laughs> Doesn't does it surprise you? He went to Delaware after saying, asking us for $105 billion. $60 billion from Ukraine, which is a giant money laundering operation. And everybody knows it because Joe Biden got millions of dollars from him. And $14 billion for Israel. I say we flip-flop that $60 billion for Israel. But, you know, he's not going to do that because uh, we have enemies within and they're trying to make this bigger. Here's Victor Davis Hanson last night talking about uh, what we are doing that will inevitably make this bigger. If you want Hezbollah to enter and Iran to enter this fray, then you will restrict Israel and you'll tell the world that Israel, even the most unimaginable crime of butchering a thousand Jews has no consequences. Or uh, that's what they're trying to make us forget. That be Anthony Blinken, and on a fake story about an Israeli attack on a hospital, yeah. you order or suggest that embassies in the Middle East will lower their flags half, half mass, or give Iran six billion, or give Hamas basically a, a another hundred million after restoring aid in general to the Palestinians. All of that will encourage. Hezbollah and Iran to go in on the premise that look at these Westerners and Israel. They even when we do this thing to them, the unimaginable, the subhuman, they still won't react. Yeah, there you go. Uh, before we go any further, I'm going to issue this.
Now, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to tell the truth about what happened with Hamas on October the 7th, which is 9-11. And I'm going to just tell you, you you know, uh, uh, this is going to be, you're not going to see the visuals, but I want you to hear this. And and I want every punk uh, who goes to an American university who says that Hamas is, you know, who we should support and, you know, the colonization and all that, they should watch all of the video that uh, Israel media is uh, is sharing, all right? They are. They, they are beginning to share the video of what happened. And I would suggest that all college students and anyone else who is going to uh, espouse the views of Hamas should watch them. Listen to this. This is a witness, somebody who went in to clean up after the Hamas massacre, talking about what Hamas did that a lot of Americans who support radical Islam tacitly support. As a first responder to this, what was done to these people of southern Israel? Well, I don't want to get people scared from the from what I'm saying, but uh, I saw uh, beheaded bodies, I saw body parts. Uh, there is one, one of my friends who was in Kfaraza, he told me that he find in one house um, this is a content warning. These are words, and they are true. Um, uh, husband and wife and two children, they killed the husband first. They took his eyes out. I saw the body by myself. They took the eyes out, and they cut the breast of the woman, and they, sh- uh, they cut the leg of the, ch- of the girl. That's the family that I saw with my own eyes. Moshe, thank you for... Yeah, there you go. There you go. Unbelievable. And this was Israeli TV. This is what they are going to do. Because there are a lot of people who are already denying this Holocaust. Already denying this Holocaust. Listen. Uh, Now, an important note. Uh, Since the October 7th massacre, the IDF has been collecting footage from body camps taken by the Hamas death squads as they rampage through the communities in southern Israel, butchering everyone in sight. Now, unfortunately, and I can't believe I'm saying this, and I can't believe that we as a country are having to do this. I know. As we work to defeat the terror organization that brutalized our people, we are witnessing a Holocaust denial-like phenomenon evolving in real time as people are casting doubt on the magnitude of the atrocities that Hamas committed against our people and in fact recorded in order to glorify that violence. Therefore tomorrow the government press office will screen for foreign media gruesome and as yet unseen footage of the barbarities perpetrated against our people on October 7th. This is footage that has not been made public. It will screen a compilation of raw and unedited footage from the October 7th massacre for journalists who can stomach the horrific truth and want to report on what they saw that will take place tomorrow monday october 23rd okay so that happened yesterday and uh, and i think rashida talib should uh, be forced to, to watch it with aoc i do i think they sh- but unfortunately they're so filled with hate i doubt that they would even it would even bother them it would even bother them and, and the reason why i shared this is because the reaction in our country to what happened on 107 is so outrageous that i am not going to let anyone forget it that's just the way it is that's just the way it is 800-922-6680 we've got much more including the one of the dumbest things i've ever heard
And, and I know it's 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 hard to imagine that uh, that AOC could take the uh, just take the governor off the little motor of of stupidity and make it just open the thing up. It just it's that's coming up. I don't think you want to miss it. This, my friend, is the Rob Carson Show. Coming up next hour, John Huddy, Newsmax senior correspondent from Israel. He was at uh, several of the kibbutzes that were attacked by the animals of Hamas that are being defended by liberals in America. And uh, you know how time to start cracking some head, f- heads figuratively. Figuratively, Chrissy Clark from the Daily Caller will join us in the uh, bottom of the third hour to talk about uh, Israel and and whatnot. Did you hear the story yesterday? It was it was interesting. I flew on uh, Sunday, went to Pennsylvania for a wonderful freedom rally in uh, Harrisburg and I was on the way back and I was trying to you know fly standby because I wanted to be there early and blah 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 and there were a whole bunch of people waiting uh, pilots who were there and air, airline employees who wanted jump seats they were literally kind of arguing over the jump seats well apparently uh, an Alaska Airlines pilot 44 years old uh, got one of the jump seats on a flight and decided to try to shut off the jets engines midair while riding in the cockpit jump seat forcing the plane to divert Charged with 83 counts of attempted murder. Here is the pilot after the uh, the jump seat pilot tried to take over. Okay, I'll just uh, give you a heads up. We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit. Um, and he uh, doesn't sound like he's causing any issue in the back right now. I, I think he's the dude. Other than that, uh, yeah, we want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground and park. Yeah. He uh, is accused of attempting to deploy the fire suppression system before the crew members managed to subdue him and remove him from the controls. So uh, Alaska Airlines said the flight was, was uh, departed. Washington State 523 p.m. was diverted to Portland where they uh, removed the threat. Uh, I think the guy was just nuts. I think he cracked. I don't know what the deal is. But anyway, he uh, was arrested by the port of Portland officials, described in his uh, booking sheet as six feet one, 44-year-old bald guy with a uh, bald white guy. They included white because, you know, he's a white guy. Uh, with blue eyes, probably a Trump supporter. No, actually, all of his social media said he really hated Trump and loved Joe Biden. Not kidding. That was written. It just sounded like Joe Biden. Not kidding. Not kidding. Not kidding. Emerson is believed to have uh, been sat in the uh, jump seat beside the operating pilot on uh, Embraer 175 plane flying from Everett to San Francisco. Fortunately, was stopped. A little bit of bad news uh, economically, which, you know, is not that uncommon. Do you expect me to come in and say, hey, Bidenomics is working? No. Buying a home is now 52% more expensive than renting one. That's why all the rental signs in my neighborhood are starting to happen, because they're making it too expensive to own a home, and big conglomerates and companies are buying up houses and charging rent. It's part of a plan. Americans are buying uh, property, are now paying 52% more on mortgage payments than the average cost of renting a home. By comparison, uh, now, Americans are now spending uh, $3,300 each month on new mortgages. Uh, back in uh, 2020 uh, 20 or so, it was about uh, half of that, actually. Yeah, about half of that. Because, you know, we got 8, 8% uh, interest now. 2021, individual purchasing a $400,000 home would pay $1,600 each on their loan. Today, about $2,800. Difference of $1,100 per month. And that lays out to, uh, over 30 years, about $1 million in mortgage payments on your house. 
There you go. Almost double the 583000 they would pay on a loan taken out in October 2021 when rates were 3.09%. So on top of everything else, you can't afford groceries, you can't afford fun, now you can't afford to own a house, and you have to rent one, which uh, I can say from experience really, really sucks. It just, it really, really sucks. All right, let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.